Hey everybody, this is Fred Ricciani of TSC News on MNN. On this week's episode, we have not one, not two, but three brand new NFC East head coaches we're going to hear from. Ron Rivera, Super Bowl champion with the Chicago Bears, Super Bowl appearance with the Carolina Panthers, Mike McCarthy, Super Bowl champion with the Green Bay Packers, and Joe Judge, former Bill Belichick assistant, now head coach of the New York Giants. Sit back, relax, enjoy, and please stay safe. Try to hire anybody simply as being a former head coach. Um, the experience they gained within those roles has been beneficial. I'm sure it'll be more beneficial at different times throughout the season. I think we all bring our own experience and expertise in our different areas. The biggest thing is that we can all boil it down and blend it and create an identity for the New York Giants. That it's not about what we did somewhere else or how well it may have been successful. It's what's best for this team going forward. I've been very fortunate to hire the guys on my staff. Trust me, hiring a staff is not an easy thing to do. The most difficult thing to do is to be patient with it and make sure you hire the right guys. We took our time. I believe we had the right guys in place. He's a picture of the game. He understands how to use the roster as a whole. He's a tremendous teacher. He's a great communicator. And he's been great with our staff. So I'm very excited to have Jason in the building. I'm very pleased we have to add him to the staff. He's, he's a great resource for us. Can you re-energize? You still got his re-energize? I can only speak on since he's been the New York Giants going forward, but he comes to work every day with full energy. I've worked multiple places. You know, it's important to me that wherever you work, you take from that place, which you can use philosophically, schematically, and work with the personnel. But you have to do it in your own personnel. I'm not trying to be anybody else. And that's just, you know, whatever I do, I'm going to be very direct, very honest with it, with the players, dealing with y'all. But at this point, it's I'm not trying to recreate anywhere else. I'm trying to be the New York Giants. That's the best way to do it. Everything's important. Nothing really overrides the other. I'd say right now, this time of year, you know, it's got to be paramount to get the players in. And that's doing our evaluations on our current roster, the free agents, the draft players. That's the biggest thing. It's about the players. So you can draw up some magical scheme if you want to, but if you don't have the guys to run, it's not going to matter. So really the most important thing at this point is identifying, you know, add the right players to your team and developing the ones you already have. Well, I'd say in terms of the team and the organization, it's really reaffirmed everything I believed I knew on the outside. The family structure, the loyalty, the dedication, the commitment to the city and the area, uh, the history and tradition that comes with being a New York Giant. That's all been reaffirmed, and that's, that's huge positive. In terms of the players, we have found an insider's view. Um, we have dealt with the players. We've, we've done all of our research on the players. I don't want to go into too many public analysis of that right now and create expectations on these guys publicly at this time. Um, but we do have an insider's view at this point. Now, that'll become further clear as we go through spring, the training camp, and the season develops as well. With you to be fair to the players is get to work with them ourselves and develop our experiences with them not just watch on tape their experiences with somebody else i thought i'd never say this but it's it's good to see everybody here uh, <laughs> i always looked at this day as groundhog day but i no longer do but no, it's great to be back um we're obviously this time of year gives us a chance to be around the, the draft prospects but just to give you an update where we are we as a coaching staff, you know, we've had a chance to get through all the video and we're starting to build the, you know, the playbooks, offense, defense, and special teams. And, um, and it's now we're starting to, you know, formulate how we're going to put it together with our roster. Obviously, we have a lot of free agents, uh, a lot of business decisions in front of us, and, you know, we're still working through that process. But just excited to be here and to get the draft, you know, process started. Uh, so with that, I'll take your questions. Coach, what are your, what are your early impressions on the Cowboys organization? 
Uh, the organization, the Cowboys organization, it's a, it's a unique place. Uh, I've enjoyed every day there. The energy is is awesome. Um, I, I think you know you, you feel that from the first time you walk through the doors. Uh, so it's you know the passion, and it really starts with the Jones family, uh, just the way they approach everything. So uh, I've, I've really have had my head down, and I think like all coaches, when you're in that first year, uh, you're just trying to get to the next meeting, uh, get things organized and, uh, you know, because there's a, there's a lot of things that are different for all of us. I got a lot of coaches on my staff that I have not worked with before. So just, you know, putting together protocol, policy, you know, the approach and, and everything we that, that everything that we do. So whether it's from game management, to football technology, going to Oxnard for training camp. So we just have uh, been grinding through all those things and, and just, you know, just trying to make sure we're ready. Uh, we will be ready when the players get back officially April 6th. Is Dak Prescott your franchise quarterback? Dak Prescott? No, definitely. I mean, it's, it's, it's exactly where we want to be uh, with Dak. I think what he's done uh, to this point, you know, speaks to itself. I mean, and really Dak is in a, he's in a business situation right now. I've gone through this as a head coach with a number of my players in the past, and I think, like, you know, like anything, it's just time to be patient and, and let, the, let the business uh, people work out the business matter, and, and that's really where that's really where we are as an organization, and, and that's where Dak is in his personal flight to, to get to get a contract done. Any concern about if they have to tag him and he doesn't get a deal done, not being available for offseason? You know, really the hypotheticals. Uh, really, it's 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 not it's not really anything I've ever spent much time thinking about. Um, we'll just take it one day at a time, and, it, and it's a business matter. So, um, obviously, all the. All the things that are involved with that, uh, those are really for Jerry and Steven and, and Dax representatives. Hey, Coach, the play calls you're used to using, a number of players here, there were no signs. Have you given thought to adjusting it for the modern college player? Because there were no signs coming off the sideline as opposed to, uh, you know, toss 38, halfback lead, fullback pass to wide. Okay. Awesome. Um, it's. <laughs> I think you gotta, you got to look at all those things, you know, and, and really – you know, you have to have a basis, you know, a language, a starting point. And then with that, you, you do have signs that, that you know, that pull all that together because no huddle, two minutes. So, um, but yes, you, it's important to be very aware of um, the system that the player that you, that you bring into your program, where he's come from. You know, I've, I've coached receivers that, that um, you know, during their college career, they just, you know, looked over to the sideline and they ran one of five routes. So, uh, you know, that's all part of a normal adjustment into the league. And, 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 and then I think you're well taken up, but those are things you can learn from as a coach and, and how you can use some of those thoughts and ideas, signals um, as part of your two minute no huddle offense. Well, you said you'd never give up play calling again. I have a new job. So uh, I, I get to start over and take all those never again statements back. But uh, no, I, I think when you just look at the, the big picture, um, you know these decisions that that um, that I'm making, uh, particularly early in my tenure, I've had a lot of time to think about it. Uh, I've had a chance to study the opportunities that were in front of me uh, for quite some time. And, and Dallas was the one opportunity that, that was, was something I thought was important to keep the current offense in place because of the success that they've had in the past. You know, the productivity um, on offense is very high. So there's, there, there, are, there are always be things that are different. I think anytime you have a coaching change, that's, that's obvious. Um, our approach to offense will change. Uh, the design of how we, we put things together will be different. 
but it's important to build off of the successful concepts and particularly the language that's in place. Uh, and I, and I'm, I'm excited to work with Kellen, and uh, I've really enjoyed our, our meetings. Uh, so I really like the way he looks at the game. Mike, what was your experience like? What was your experience like interviewing with the Giants before you got this job? And were you surprised you left there without an offer? Well, I, mean, I had a great experience with the Giants. I really enjoyed the day that, that I was there. First class organization. I uh, can't say enough about John Mayer and just you know the time that I was able, able to spend there. So it was a lot of fun. Um, thought the interaction was good, but you know, hey, it's uh, you know, it's it's a process and, and things happen for a reason. And, and I'm very blessed to be Dallas Cowboy. You seemed rejuvenated after leaving or departing from Green Bay. What did you do after that happened? And are you excited about this new opportunity with the Cowboys? Well, I'm excited about the the uh, opportunity with the Cowboys. I'm trying to say that as I'm rejuvenated. Um, you know, give us some energy there. So that's what my media coaches told me. Not, not that I don't have, but so. But with that, um, you know, I've had a year off. I mean, I, I think like anything in life, if you have a chance to step back, reflect, and and, and really, you know, take take the time to, to be honest, be transparent about the things that you can improve on. Um, that that that's all that's all been part of the process um, that, that I went through leading up to you know getting the job in Dallas but you know frankly uh, I haven't reflected one minute since I've arrived in Dallas because you know like all like everybody the coaching staff we've had our head down and, and we're grinding away but yeah it's exciting I mean it's a great opportunity um, being at the combine is always fun I mean there's always great energy you know at, at in, you know this whole city when, when the combine comes to town so I'm just uh, thankful to be here. Uh, not really. Um, it, it, to me, it's it's always this game will always be about the players, um, and, and and you can never lose sight of that. I mean, the locker room—it's it, something that it, that I've always preached um, as a head coach. The locker room is in, is the most important room in the building, and, and, and all your resources and your attention and your energy needs to, to point towards that because they play the game. They're the performers. They're they're really what this game's all about. So uh, coaching is important. Uh, I'm not not saying that at all, but uh, at the end of the day, they're, they're the priority. So, and, and I think that needs to be the case. You said Dak Prescott was the type of quarterback that could be a championship. Why? Well, I think you know, number one, uh, you just look what he's done in, in his time in in the league. I mean, I think he's he's been impressive. I know he's, I've been impressed with him since the first time I saw him play live. You know, in up up, up in Green Bay uh, when they when they came to the Lambo there. Uh, so, you know, first impressions I think are, are very important when you when you see quarterbacks on the field because it, it you know in person evaluations, particularly at that position, I, I, I've always carried more weight uh, as, as far as how I felt about a player. So uh, I think he's he's gone off to a great start. He's he's built a really good foundation. Um, I'm told he's a tremendous leader. So, in in my philosophy, as we as we get with. You know the, the personnel department, and as we go through that, I mean, the defense defenses get you to the championship. The, the quarterbacks win championships, and I, and I definitely feel Dak is is that quarterback. You had interactions with him lately. I've, I've, we've been in touch. Yeah, we've been in touch. Just by phone call. Yes, just just um, you know, once again, he's he's going through this business situation, and I think we all need to respect that. You've talked about the players, the importance. Next big event's the uh, draft in Las Vegas, and just how that perception, how everything's changed, and not only the Raiders in Vegas, but now you got the draft coming up in Vegas, and how that's just your thoughts on that. How? 
Well, I mean, the draft in Vegas, I, th I think it's great. Uh, I've been to Vegas too many times in my life, so I'm, I'm sure it's it's grown a lot since the last time I was out there. And I, I think, you know, the, the NFL being a part of uh, the landscape out there is, is awesome. So the draft, uh, what they've done with the draft, the, the event that, that that's created, I think is phenomenal for the fans. And, and, you know, at the end of the day, anytime you can make you know make it better for the fans, it's it's good for everybody. Losing your quarterback school was your QB school that you did in the offseason was something you always kind of lamented after the, the 2010 CBA. And your time off this year off, have you had a chance to think about how to rework that, or are you kind of also waiting on this CBA? Well, I mean, it's it's always been reworked since 2011. I mean, it's just you get, it's just how you you integrate it. The beauty of the old system was. You're able to have you know three or four. You know, I think it was like three weeks where it was totally uninterrupted. You know, you, you were out there every day with the quarterbacks, just in a one-on-one -on -one atmosphere. You know, the, the the time in the classroom was was plentiful. So, you know, now it's regulated. So you have to you have to build it into the you know in, into the off-season program. Uh, we'll, we'll start that uh, in phase two. You know, so there'll be components of the quarterback school that it'll be part of that schedule. Time off. Was that particular offensive attack you had the chance to watch that caught your eye? You said I'm gonna play this. Yeah, there's a, there's a lot of things. Uh, we you know we, we were able to you know gather trends, put together trend tapes. So there's there's a lot of things conceptually that were uh, of interest and it's it's not as much new plays, just really variations of concepts that you that you've used and you know, my experience is the NFL is, is, is like a big cycle. You know, there's there's concepts that that come into play in, in the '90s and go back out and come. You know, are starting to come back in. You're seeing a lot more two-back offense that's coming back into the league. You know, last year, particularly with the success. You know, when you when you look at New England, the Super Bowl run two years ago. You know, San Francisco is doing a great job of it. So you just pay attention to those trends and. Um, you know, it's more about the variations that come off of the things that you believe in. Kind of draft brand, is what are the biggest needs? I guess you got over personnel with, with the, the Cowboys already. What are the biggest needs for this team, and how different is your player compared to what's on this team already? Well, I, I think, you know, when you talk about needs, you, 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 you can't have enough good football players. And I always point to my past experience in 2010. 2010, we, there's, uh, you know, it took 77 players to win a Super Bowl. So, um, so I've, I've never really... You know, I'm not a believer in you're one player away or two players away from from winning a championship. So uh, you have to, you want to, you know, have as many veterans as you possibly can. I'm, I'm really looking forward to the opportunity to, to coach a more experienced football team. Uh, but that you know, that rookie class is so important, and, and really bringing that veteran group and that rookie class together is, is really where the really good teams take a big step, particularly in November. So just paying attention more to those to those types of things and making sure that how we install and, and how we lay out this off-season program, we're able to get the veterans up to snuff, but more importantly on that rookie orientation, when a new group comes in, that we can we can get these guys meshed as fast as we can. Yeah. I think like anything, you, you want as, as competitive a roster as you possibly can. I, I understand where some of the obvious um, you know positions people want to talk about but you know, our free agents list is, is high. You know, we're 25, so um, you know, my first goal is, is is try to get as many of those guys back as we can, um, and then see what, see what we can add. Because you know, as a coach, you always want to have the most competitive roster you possibly can. Hey, Mike, how, how difficult? Getting those guys back, Amari Cooper and Randall Cobb both hitting free agency. Do you anticipate them on the roster? And with Randall, who you've worked with before, how much would having him in the building help your transition? I, th I think definitely. I mean, the goal is to have both both those guys back, and you know, just you know, Amari. I thought he 
you know, having a chance to get through all the tape as a staff. You know, he, he did a lot of great things on tape, and it really looks like he's in sync with with Dak, and, and, and I'd even say Randall even more. So I was real, I was very impressed with with Randall last year. I mean, he's you know, he was banged up. Uh, a couple of years prior to that, but I thought he I thought he had a heck of a season in Dallas last year. I was very impressed with his video. Hey, Mike, what do you have to say about the rhetoric of the Tom Brady circus where he's going to land, how somehow, some way Dallas ended up in the mix? Uh, I don't have no comment on that. Yeah, how are your talks been with Jason Witten and Sean Leach and that guy? Good. I've, I've had a chance to talk to both both uh, Jason and Sean. You know, Sean's traveling right now, so um, I had a chance to see him. Jason we had a chance to sit down at, at length and talk about a number of things that, that he's thinking about. So, um, but you know those decisions and and how we move forward. It, you know that's that's something that we'll, we'll see how it shakes out. Mike, Mike, how, how, how difficult was last year, Mike? I mean, you, your family's in town. You have to drive past Lambo all the time. Just how difficult is just difficult? Yeah, to you last year. I didn't think it was difficult at all. I mean, I had to go to rehab every day next to you know home to the Bell and Title Time. Uh, orthopedics, you know, was right next door, so I got to see I got to see Lambo probably three or four times a week. So I mean, it's this part. I don't know. Do you live in Green Bay, Bill? Yeah. Okay. Well, it's it's kind of hard to go anywhere for without seeing the stadium. So <laughs> I, I mean, so it's uh, no, it was, you know, that's that's where my my kids are born, and that's their hometown, and so really the, the year off was was very beneficial for us as a family. But when, you're, but when you're surrounded by Packers, Packers, Packers all the time, isn't that tough at some level, considering all the energy and heart and soul you poured in the place? Oh, no, I, I have, you know, I have great memories and, and uh, positive thoughts about my time there. And, and I'm thankful for not only, you know, the opportunity to coach here, but the relationships that, that, I'll, that I will always have. You know, I have a lot of close friends that, that you know, still work for the Packers and, and um, you know, the community that we live in there. You know, that'll always be part of our family. Upgrading special teams this offseason. How much of the focus is that as a new league? Uh, very important. I, I think when you when you, you make the commitment to special teams, you know, your, your roster needs to reflect that. So that's something as as we get into the, you know, the evaluation process, even with the draft picks and, and, and the veterans that are out there that, that, that were, you know, you know, special teams is just not second nature. You know, they're not offensive guys that play on special teams. So. Uh, it, it's a focus of ours, and and uh, you know I'm excited about what John Fossil brings to our organization. Watching games for our season mm -hmm. on the couch or wherever, did your thoughts change at all on replay or the sky judge concept? You know, I, I think like a lot of things with officiating, I, you know, those guys are in a tough spot, and I, I think anytime you want to improve decision making, when you give individuals more responsibility, you know, that, that's that that might not be the best road to travel. So I, I think. With the leagues doing and the conversations that they're having, um, it, it's it's very healthy. Just you know, talking to Stephen uh, Jones about this last night. You know, I, you know, we're definitely talking about the right things. You know, education between officiating and coaching is is something I think we can all continue to improve on, and you know, the collaboration will only make it better. So, um, the, you know, the, the Sky Judge is is, a, is an excellent resource. I, mean, I think it's something you have to you have to look at, but. I think it's like any resource. If it's not in integrated into the everyday operation, I, I think that you know you're, you're, it's probably not as productive as you'd like. So, ever ever with, you know the league decides and, and the committees decide. I think the fact that they're they're, they're really talking about the right things and, and and trying to make it part of the normal operation, I, I think will definitely improve. It's on a couple stages of the proposed CBA, one being a 17-game uh, season. 
and the other being an extra playoff team. What are your thoughts about those two particular? I mean, the extra game, I, I, I think of, when, I, when I think of the 17th game, you know, I, and I also point to the, to the preseason, I, I think the, going to the third preseason game you know, makes total sense. I think everybody's in, a, in agreement on that. Um, you know, the fact that you could you know, potentially have two weeks to get ready for your opener, I, I, I like that. Um, I, I think it gives you a chance to really take a step back because, you know, that, that, that last week is – is difficult because you you know you got a you got a number of you know, balls in the air where you're trying to pick your 53, make sure you're develop you know getting the young guys the opportunities, and but you're also trying to get ready for the opener. So I I think going to three games makes perfect sense. I'm I'm excited about that. Uh, the extra playoff game I, I think is awesome. Uh, I think playoff football there's there's nothing like playoff football. It's it's a whole different level, um, and you know everybody that's been involved in playoffs understands that. So. And I, I think it would definitely be great for the fans. But uh, playoff football, having an extra extra team in there, I think will be awesome. How will you be working with Stephen Jones to evaluate players? Well, I mean, we, we have a you know a network, an operation. You know, Stephen and Will McClay is um, very impressed with what they have in place there, you know, especially from a technology standpoint. Uh, you know, their analytics set up in the way they go about is different than, than my past, some of my past experiences. So um, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. And, um, it's you know we're off to a good start. Thoughts on using the read option? The read option, I mean, it's definitely been a weapon. Uh, I think Dak has uh, done a great job with that. Um, it's you know somebody has a lot of experience. Both him and Zeke, you can see the, um, it, it's something that they they do very naturally. It's you know it's part of the cutups and the evaluation that I've been uh, very successful. So um, you know, and, and I just think when you you look at the way you know he's built and you know in his experience. And that particular concept is definitely something that we'll use moving forward. You always said you're a quarterback focused offense. How does that relate? Well, I mean, it really, I mean, it, the, making a quarterback su- successful, I think, is really common sense. I mean, it's it's really the you know part of the bylaws and, and how the West Coast offense was designed. So, I mean, it, that's what I always believe in. But you know, because he touches the ball every play. I mean, and he's the He's the player that's going to have the ball in his hand at the most critical part of the game, you know, in the fourth quarter. But, you know, as far as your playmakers, you know, you, you, you know, there's, you've got five premier positions, obviously running back's one of them, and you get you get the ball to your playmaker. So uh, Zeke will touch the football, you know, plenty in, in our offense. So, I mean, really, so when I say it's all about the quarterback, it's not taken away. You know, someone has to give the ball to the playmaker. So... It makes sense to you know to d- develop that way, but yeah, Zeke, Zeke will be a primary focus for us offensively. What are your interactions with Dan Schneider been like? Uh, they've been very good, very supportive. You know, he's he's been tremendous. He really has. He's been around uh, occasionally, and when he is, um, we visit. We just talk and converse, and, and he just wants to make sure we have everything we need. We have the things that we need to, to, to go forward and be successful. Are you are you entertaining trade offers for the number two pick? We are looking at everything. Everything is possible. Everything is an option. Um, what we do, we're going to we're going to decide as a group, and we'll go forward from there. Are you happy with the fact that your quarterback and main wide receiver have rapport with each other already? Absolutely. Very, very, very excited about that. Um, you know, it's an opportunity to, to, to have a group of young players that can grow together. Uh, that's one thing I find exciting. And um, it's one of the things that really kind of drew me to this, this roster is there's a group of young guys, especially in the last three drafts, that have played a lot of football uh, out of necessity. Um, they've taken their lumps. They've learned a lot. 
and uh, now it's going to be up to us to, to teach and train these young men as we go forward. Hey, Coach, what do you like about Haskins so far, and what do you want him to work on? Well, I think one of the things that, you know, Dwayne's done is he's been around. I mean, uh, you know, he's in the building. He'll pop by, say, say hello and wave at you and go get his workout in. Uh, he's been around a, a group of, uh, of, of guys that do that, and so he's learning from their example. Um, and one of the things that he and I talked about specifically is that he just continued to, to, to grow as, as a young man, as a person. Do you already have a replacement for Jordan Reed on the roster, or is this what the draft is for? This, this is what the draft is for. You know, we, we've got to look at a lot of things right now. We have a lot of options as far as re, you know, replacing the players that we've lost. Um, but, you know, we'll see how things go. And, again, you just never know. Sometimes the answer is on your roster as well. It's ever been like getting to know Kyle Smith one It's been very good. It really has. You know, i got a little bit of a background with his father, uh, A.J., um, Kyle has his own way of doing things. He's got his own personality, and it's been really good. Um, Kyle is a, a guy that's always looking to, to talk about things. You know, he, he's, he's, he's been great. He really has, and, and things have been very fluid with him. And, you know, as we've, uh, we've gone through, um, you know, he, we went through our, our roster evaluations, which we did February 10th. Uh, we went through the entire roster and all three phases, which I thought was very good. Uh, then we turned around and um, you know had a little prep uh, last week for, for, for the combine and, and he did a great job with that for uh, for all the coaches for myself as well. Um, he's uh, he's a guy that does his due diligence. He works very hard, extremely hard, and, and I've been very pleased with it. I think our relationship is very very good, very strong. Although there's millions of Washington Redskins fans, there's hardly any conformity. They at each other's throats constantly on you know, Facebook, Twitter, other things like that. Do you believe your coaching and the fact that you bring a winning mentality can bring some conformity to the Washington Redskins fan base? Well, I just hope the fan base comes back out and cheers for us because, you know, we can't do this by ourselves. We need them to rally around us. We need them, you know, support us. And, but at the same time, we got to put a product out there they're willing to come out and, and support. So it's going to be exciting. It's going to be entertaining. And, uh, you know, be, it'd be good to have uh, have the fans behind us. Ron, you said that you guys have looked at all three phases on the roster and come up with your assessment there. What is your assessment? Well, we do have some strengths, and we feel very good about those strengths, and we're going to continue to, to, to work to develop those strengths. Um, you know, a guy I used to work with always used to say it makes your, your, your strength stronger, so uh, we're going to most certainly look at all those things. Uh, we have several positions that we feel do feel we've got to add to. Uh, we're going to look at those positions. We're going to look at those positions in the draft and in free agency. Um, you know, one of the things that in talking with Kyle and his guys, you know, we feel that there's enough out there to be able to try and meet some of those needs you know the big mistake is you got to be real careful that you don't try to fill them all just to fill them you've got to make sure you're filling them with quality and that's one of the things that we talked about as far as the free agency is right now um, you know it doesn't open for a couple more weeks a few more weeks actually uh, but we've also talked about making sure that we've identified those positions and we've looked at them and, and we've had the coaches evaluate those positions for us the, the names that are on the list that Kyle and his guys provided us we've looked at those guys and we've done the same thing with the draft. You know, we've identified uh, the strengths uh, in the draft. Um, a lot of them do fit uh, our, our need, so we feel pretty good about that as well, and we've evaluated those. Hey, Coach, your thoughts about the combine class without giving away too much? Anything you... Well, I think it's a good combine combine class, you know, in, in several positions. Um, you know, and, and again, you know, you've got to continue the evaluation process. This is still early. Um, one of the real good things about the combine that I truly do like is I appreciate the interview process. Unfortunately, I'm missing a couple of interviews because of you guys right now, but uh, I'll make those up. I'll call those guys and, and make sure I talk to them. Um, some of them will probably be guys that we may invite back on, on the 30 visit. Uh, some of them will be guys that we'll go out and watch uh, personally at, at some of their workouts as well. Were you able to find common ground with Trent Williams? Uh, Trent Williams and I have had our conversations. We've talked, and uh, again, that's a work in progress, and we'll see how things unfold. But 
you know, again, it's just a, a fluid situation. Ron, how does, the, how does you inheriting a roster, you know, with a young quarterback like Dwayne, how does that impact how you view quarterbacks at the top of the draft tour or something that like that? We're going to break everybody down. We're going to look at everything. Um, and, and, and again, nothing is... Nothing is nothing. Nothing is solid 